Hello, listeners of the Overflow Podcast. We're so glad that you're joining us for this final conversation today um, in our House of Miracles series. This uh, has been a wonderful time of sharing testimonies, and today is the last one. And so we just wanted to issue a quick warning, not that this conversation is necessarily explicit, but there is mature content that we discuss. So just be wise and discerning about who you might be around while you're listening to this episode. Maybe save it for later or um, just listen to it on your own. Uh, Other than that, I hope you have a wonderful day and enjoy this conversation. Hello, welcome to the Overflow Podcast. I am uh, just over the moon today because we have a very special guest that I'll say very last. First, we have Pastor Ryan, also a special guest. Hello. What's up? (laughs) Hey, Sally. So good to see you again today. Uh, Pastor Alex. Hey, guys. Hello, welcome. And then we have my boo, <laughs> Brandon Phoebe. Hey, Brandon. Wah, wah, wah. Hey. hey, welcome. <laughs> Listen, this is probably the part I was the most nervous about. <laughs> the, what, the intro. <laughs> the, the intro. Uh, I don't have a catchphrase <laughs> or a thing. Oh, maybe what would it be though? Today. What, yeah, what would it be if you had to choose one? I, I really don't know. I don't know <laughs> what you. I don't know what you say either. I don't either. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we'll, we'll figure it's it more out. Your looks. Come, yeah, yeah, your looks speak for themselves. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. But this is an audible podcast. Yeah. Oh. We'll take a picture. <laughs> they, can, they can see what he looks like through his voice. That's what I'm saying. Wow. Uh, just imagine a Disney prince. Hello. Okay, I'll stop. Okay, okay. Sally. <laughs> Which prince would it be? That's the question. Prince Eric. Oh my gosh. Uh, prince Ali. Yes, it is he. <laughs> possibly. Moses from Prince okay. of Egypt. Whoa. <laughs> Bro, we're that's a 10 it. out of 10. We're, we're taking wow. it back. Yeah, you just thought about that. About. <laughs> okay. okay, I'm done. Let's talk about Lord Sally's looks. No, uh, we, ha- we literally must move on. Uh, <laughs> is this the part to. where we say we're going to talk about mature content? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah uh, this is good. Never mind. Okay. Um, Brandon, I'm so happy to have you here. Uh, I'm happy to be so, here. Um, this has been like our final story and I want to, we've just kind of given backstory on each participant throughout house of miracles. And, um, this was one we were sitting in the meeting talking about other people and they, um, the team was talking about, we'd love to have like a story that just talks about people who've overcome addiction because it's a miracle. And I just kind of sat there quietly and it was either Alex or Ryan. Somebody said, somebody said, I'd like to hear Brandon's story. I think it was Alex. And I just kind of was like, I, I just remember. kind of sat there and I mm. was like, okay, I will ask him to <laughs> see <laughs> if he's ready to share this because this is a story that obviously it um, it opens up a lot to have to, it, this is very much like Jeff's story. Like there are some that are powerful, beautiful stories that didn't necessarily, weren't necessarily born out of hurt or a place of shame or anything like that. Um, but some of them were, so it reminds me a lot of Jeff's story where it's like reaching back into an actually really painful and kind of exposing and mm. embarrassing time, but because of how the Lord has redeemed it, it's important to share. Mm-hmm. This was also a story that the team kind of said, like, we have these these big miracle moments. So we have Minda who got struck by lightning, you know, yeah. like, so there are these like big miracles that people have talked about. But we also wanted to highlight that sometimes a miracle is a process, that it's not that you you know, woke up one morning and this thing was gone or this desire was gone or something changed or healed. Like it's not always like that. And sometimes it is a process. And so you even said that in your video, um, that it was two years from the time everything came out. Right. So when you 
truly could say that the stronghold of sexual addiction had been mm. broken in your life. And right. so, um, and I got to witness yeah. that process and it's been, it has been really beautiful. Um, so that's kind of how your story came to be. And we'll get more into that as we go throughout the episode. I know, um, Ryan will have, Ryan will interject with some questions, I think for you, for both of us, mm-hmm. um, because I, you know, I have the privilege to be here with you and to talk through this whole story. And I feel like I have a perspective from the spouse, Oh yeah, you yeah. know, and, um, just what God has done. So, um, anyway, first we've been asking everyone, how did you come to new river? Well, I know this cause, cause I did it at the same there. time. Yeah. We were, <laughs> yeah. we were together. So how did we uh, come to new river? So we came to new river. Uh, we were kind of in a, a season of just looking for a church home. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we, so we were kind of, on the lookout, I guess you could say, and we tried some other places, mm-hmm. um, and just I don't know, just, just wasn't right. Didn't, just wasn't right. Didn't nope. feel. A, yeah, nothing. There was nothing bad to say. It nothing just, bad to say. It was just hmm. you know, it's like yeah. ah, okay. Um, and then how did you you saw this place driving down the road one day? I had never come through this area because yeah. we were living in Gastonia. I'd never yeah. come through this area, and randomly, one of my friends, she was like, "Do you ever go shopping in Rivergate? Like, do you ever go to Target hmm. out there or anything yeah. like that?" And I was like, "No." And so we kind of took this back way, and we passed in front of New River, and I just kind of sent Brandon a text, and I was like, hmm. "I just passed this church. Like, yeah. maybe we could try it." And yeah. we did. And so we checked it out online. It's crazy. We like, Coincidence. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's just go try it. Um, and so we came here. And had like a, a pretty good feeling, and then, but we were still like, ah, let's go. I think we went back to that to another place. We had been we had been in the same place for so long yeah. that it was almost like, do we just stay at the first place we try, or like should, we right. should try out a yeah. couple of different places, I guess, right. and see what we feel feels right, what right. we align with, or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And so, so yeah, so we landed here, and um, and it's so funny, Ryan, because like when we we first got here, I think we were doing the marriage parenting and the marriage, parent, yeah. yeah, that thing. And uh, the night that you kind of like got our attention and was trying to speak to us, um, we were on our way out, and I think I just told Sally, I was like, listen, if we don't connect, this just isn't the place, and mm-hmm. we'll just kind of we'll um, we'll go somewhere else. We'll just keep looking. Yeah. We'll keep trying. And not that being like no it was just like we we're just, just searching needed, and we yeah. needed just kinda, people at that time like oh, we, definitely. Had got, we were in a, like a lonely spot and yeah. knew that we like needed friends and so you literally chased us out you were talking well, to another couple we were at yeah because we were we were like getting out of our seats and then this <laughs> some lady just swoops in and starts trying to talk to you and you literally looked over her head and you're like hey wait wait <laughs> yeah. and, uh, like flagging us down and so i was like all right lord i guess you which know. one was that that was, it was during the summer and it was in the yeah, evening yeah. and we were in the auditorium. Do you remember which, because we did four. It was the last, I think it was the last one. Was, we came okay. to the whole thing. So yeah. what's funny is like, I get, we talked about this last week yeah. with Shay. It's like, I feel like I shouldn't do those weird things, but that's what people desire. No, yes. Yes. But yeah. I saw, I remember seeing you guys for a lot of time and I'm like, I don't recognize them. They're hmm. young. And I remember your tattoos. Oh, it's yeah. funny. I was like, she's got tattoos. They got to be cool. <laughs> so, so me and, I don't know if Shelly came over <clears throat> with me, but I was yeah. like, let's go talk to Let's say, yeah. hey, at least introduce ourselves. We had like yeah. stood in line to, like, or like stood there for a little bit and we were like, that, this lady, she's going all, she's probably like, she probably needs some help. I don't yeah. know I what it who was. That was. And yeah. then, so we were like, well, let's just go get Jude because he was wow. in kids care. Yeah. And we're like, let's just go get him. And you literally like flagged us down. And yeah. that was a moment we were like, okay, so yep. there's a there's a connection. Somebody talked to us. That right. was really nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Holy yeah. Spirit. Wow. Holy Spirit, man. One of them things. That's man. so yeah. true, man. Never, ever ignore the, the yeah. nudge. Mm-hmm. 
Gosh. I remember you saying that a long time ago too. Is like if you feel the nudge to text somebody, call somebody, do it, just do it. Do it. Yeah. You never know what that person needs and why you feel that way. Yeah. No matter how small it seems. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's how we came here, and then we we've been here, and it was awesome. And oh, yeah. um, Charlie said this one day. Where no he way. Said, no way. No way. He said this is. Uh, like a house of restoration, and that is, mm-hmm. I think, what we've really experienced. So when we came here, I mean, That's we were true. we were really broken, mm-hmm. like in a lot of ways, marriage, just ministry, all sorts of stuff. So yeah. it it really has been like a yeah. house of restoration for us. And that was 2017, right? That was 2018. 2018. That was 2018. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 2018. Judy was just a little, just a little bear cub. Wow. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so let's get into your miracle. Let's talk about this, let's do it. Brandon. So um, what? I, let's go back because you even touched on this in your video that you can know God. Mm-hmm. You can have a relationship with him. Yeah. But still, I, I don't know, just feel this pull to yeah. mm-hmm. Be in sin, or right. you know, like just justify it somehow, no. or just it's it feels so much stronger than the power of Jesus right. that you kind of. So you kind of talked about that, but tell us a little bit more about your relationship yeah. with God and how it yeah w- was with all of the yeah things that yeah, happened definitely yeah, yeah so um, so I would say that you know I I gave my life to Jesus um, around fourteen mm-hmm. years old and. Um, most of high school, I really did spend just being in love with him mm-hmm. um, and and living a life that that was that way, and um, you know, graduated high school, kind of went off to college. Um, I'm actually a two time college dropout. Oh my gosh! Uh, Congratulations! So thanks. <laughs> um, I wear that with pride. Um, but yeah, and I just I made started making um, some mistakes, um, and ultimately was just gratifying uh, my flesh in a way that was that I got an immediate, I guess, sense of comfort and an immediate sense of um, uh, pleasure, I guess, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, um, and in a lot of ways. And the Bible talks about this in, in Romans that, you know, in our unrighteousness, we'll suppress the truth. Wow. Um, and, you know, not not Ooh. being, you know, close to God, I, you kind of want to, you know the truth. Yeah. And, you know, and that's, um, and, and the Bible actually says that everybody knows yeah. that God is real, that He exists, and but in our unrighteousness, we will suppress that truth wow. um, in order to, um, you know, gratify the mm-hmm. flesh, um, in order to feed that appetite um, that you develop. And and for me, um, I'd mentioned this: like you, you start feeding this thing in in the darkness, like yeah. nobody's nobody's around, nobody sees. This isn't affecting anybody, yes. per se. And so, you know, you develop a pattern of, you know, kind of when I'm, when I'm in the secret over here and, you know, um, uh, there's, a, um, and I guess we're just jumping right in. So yeah. from, um, from some of the, the professional help that I got, um, for sexual addiction, um, I learned an, an acronym and I think it's really just with any kind of, um, 12 step program. Yeah. Um, it's, I think it's halts, it's hungry, angry, lonely, tired, sad. Hmm. Um, and if you're feeling any of those things, uh, or, uh, even, I think even happy too. Um, if you're feeling any of those things, you're kind of, you're in like a trigger zone where you could be kind of, uh, triggered by things. And, um, and so, you know, in order to, 
I guess. I never heard that before. Yeah. That's a lot That's of really emotions yeah. to be triggered by. Yes. Oh, it's a lot. And it's <laughs> like, funny because you're happy or people, sad. Exactly. Yeah. It's like because, everything triggers you. Yeah, for sure. Because if you're happy, you're rewarding yourself. Yeah. If you're angry, you're mad, so you deserve this. If you're sad, you're, you know, or lonely. You want to satisfy something. You want to satisfy like something. All, if, I feel like I feel like I can I feel like everybody could identify yeah. it with something oh, yeah. like that. Like yeah. if I think about food, like stuff like like if I had a great day, I deserve this. Or if I, I'm mad, everything, nothing's going in my way, then mm-hmm. I deserve this, yeah. you know? And that, I just yeah. like that, that's pretty far reaching yeah. for people probably. Yeah. Or if you're tired, you don't have your wits about you and you'll use it as an excuse mm-hmm. like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Just, I'll just do this right quick, yeah. you know? And, and um, so I, you know, kind of had this pattern of feeding that appetite yeah. in the secret and still kind of had this, this, a genuine desire to, to love God and to love people. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it was like I would make an excuse for this over here because yeah. it's not really touching anybody else. Like it's mm-hmm. not yeah. really affecting anybody. Yeah. So, um, and so, yeah, that's kind of, I don't know if that. No, it and does. The, well, and I want to talk, yeah. I want to talk about this really quick because so we're, may, I mean, there were lots of other, and we've, we've processed this together and therapy, all that kind of stuff. You've had lots of other, addiction. So you even touched on that in the mm-hmm. video. Yeah. Um, but really when we pulled it apart, it was this, it was this main sexual addiction right? and everything else became a coping mechanism to deal with the, the sexual shame. addiction yeah. and the shame of that. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of at the heart of it. And so I kind of wanted to talk about that because even when we've talked to people before and people are not familiar with this term, it, they're like, what does that even mean? And, or it just conjures up like, Okay, so it's just a person who just wants to have sex all the time. But that's um, there are a few things to destigmatize. First of all, it is rampant. I mean, it, it really is. And mm-hmm. this was why, um, actually, there was a friend, one of my best friends. She kind of walked through this season with me um, as everything kind of came out. And she was the first person that I confided in and that um, was really able to help me because I needed help, mm-hmm. too, to like, what do I, how do I navigate this? And she really did. And she, um, she now has like a master's in psychology. She's a counselor. And she was talking to, she told me this recently because I said, Hey, like I I reached out to her and I was like, Hey, Brandon's about to share his story for the first time. And I just wanted to thank her for helping us really get to this point. Like she was key in making sure that I was doing what I was supposed to be doing as a wife in this position. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, now that this has happened to our marriage, was talking to her. And so I called her, let her know. And she was like, Sally, this is so important because, and she told me she had just met with the, um, the head of the department of psychology at UNCC. And what he said was after 2020 in Charlotte right now, there is a shortage for male counselors, um, specifically dealing with sexual addiction because in the pandemic, these men who would travel a lot for work and use travel as an excuse to, or as a, a means an or outlet, an, an yeah. outlet to engage in whatever their sexual addiction was. And it can be, it can be a lot of things. It can be um, whatever it is that's satisfying, Hmm. you know, this sexual desire that that you have, Mm -hmm. and it can play out in a lot of different ways. And a few are either porn, it leads to affairs because there's just this constant need or want um, all sorts of stuff. So people who are using that as a, as an outlet, they're now sent home. And what do you do when you're stuck at home with your spouse? Um, and so those things were coming out because mm-hmm. they weren't able to just go out and get that out anymore, but it doesn't go any, if, if you aren't getting help everything for it, will get, um, brought everything to will brought to light. Yes. yes. And so oh, yeah. he was yeah. saying that there's a shortage and I honestly, it brought me comfort because it is like, 
when you're when you're in it, you feel like you're the only one. Right. Like in our marriage, oh, yeah. you know, you're like nobody's dealing with stuff like this. Yeah. Like because nobody taught it is it is the secret yeah. one. That's it's, what I was about know? to say. Like with it's different with than drugs, alcohol, whatever, because mm-hmm. those are people are aware of those. Yeah. And right. it's almost like now don't hear me wrong. It's almost like those are accepted addictions. Sure. They're you know more I mean? socially yeah. acceptable socially acceptable to talk about. Yeah. To talk about right yes. now, I'm not I'm not saying it. Ex- no, <laughs> I have just, one. Exactly. I mean? like, like going to rehab for alcohol, people. It, it seems like okay, People yeah. Like, and way like, to go, man. Yeah, go, yeah. Just go to AA. Yeah. You're doing the thing. Yes, but like, if if you talk, if you say anything with sex and addiction, it triggers people to yeah. to yeah. think things that that might not be true. Yeah. Uh, but also. There's, this is the hidden thing you mentioned. It's the hidden one. This yes. is a lot of people. And, and when we were talking about even doing your story, Brent, I yeah. know there was a lot of um, hesitation and there yeah. was a lot of, oh, yeah. I don't know the right exact word. But. No, I, I think that's that's definitely true. And I know like, you know, in the in the numerous um, very difficult conversations that Sally and I have had where we're just looking at each other and, and hammering our way through trying to figure out how to communicate. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I feel like every time I just say, I wish this was not my story yeah. i wish this wasn't real i yeah. wish that i hadn't made the mistakes that i've made you know yeah. so yeah it very much is um um and i'll just say just for me personally it's so much easier to talk about a pain pill addiction mm-hmm. you know stuff like that it's just easier to talk about those things because you're right it does feel like there is you know not to minimize that because that is you oh know, yeah that's yeah I'm because not it feels the pill or drug addiction sometimes feels less shameful. Yeah. Oh, sure. hundred percent. Sure. And you it's know, also, that was taken from me too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like, what do you mean? In, in the, the desire. Sin, in the the oh. desire and, and, um, in, in a lot of ways, you know, I was, I was hundreds of dollars a week, hmm. you know, and, and I got to a point where, um, you know, I, I'm going to use the term friends loosely, but I, I had people that I guess I hung out with who would, supply them and i got to the point where i couldn't pay for them until i got paid the next time and so i'd kind of you know and that started it's funny i was just thinking about this last night and i you know it's funny how god will bring memories back in a way that you you don't you're not thinking about them all the time um but i I remember like a part of me kind of realizing i got to get out of this was it started to get kind of volatile with you know you start in that world it it gets pretty dark pretty quick, mm-hmm. um, and you start messing with people, and, and and suddenly you're not just hanging out with just friends anymore. You're over at a guy's house, and he's got a couple guns on the table, and you're like, "What am I really doing? Yeah, you yeah. Know, what am I really doing?" It's, it's funny, life? and you mentioned it because you still had the Holy Spirit, right? And there's Absolutely. still conviction, and yes. there's still like there's still a a, a recognition of yes, this is not the this way is, I should yeah. live. This and, is not me. Yeah, exactly. But Brandon, we talk about this a lot too, and a lot some of that started young and like. Mm-hmm you know, very early in life. And when you have this zeal for the Lord at a young age, and then you start to tell yourself for the lie that the enemy can make you believe, and you you use this as an excuse a lot. We've talked about it. I'm not trying to put you on blast. But just that, (laughs) just that, well, but who's going to be the light? To these people, oh, like I, I know Jesus, so at least I'm going into the yeah. like, when and I'm, it becomes I'm talking a, to him about Jesus while I'm there. It's like, yeah, but you're yeah. wasted. Sorry. <laughs> pearls, pearls, to swine. But yeah. th- even yeah. that, okay? Because yeah. listen, it's slippery. Hey, we've had conversations about my past, yeah. and I've been in that same situation where even when you are in not in the right state of mind, you still have an urge to to share 
and it's it's your guilt, it's so, and right? Yes, it's your guilt yes. coming sure. out because you're like, this is not me. Yeah. Right. So let me make myself feel better by yeah. talking about it. you know sure. what I mean. I'm, again, oh, yeah. I'm not making fun. Put no. you on blast either. I right. done the same thing but, in my past. And, and that's where we have like anybody who listens and has like a like oh gosh like what a silly thing to think. You do the same thing if you're just going to a friend and you're gossiping. But yeah. You're like, but we do talk about Jesus too. Right. Let's like, pray for her girl. We all do that. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, like there's. Some- <laughs> we played a game. <laughs> it's so uh, southern. Let's pray for her girl. What was that game we played? Uh, yeah, it's like um, cards, Christians oh, like. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, but anyway, one of them was gossiping in the form of a prayer request. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> and yeah. I was like, so we tell all, me, that true? We do all have a level of that, and it's yeah. because we carry the Holy Spirit. We yep. want to do the right thing, but our flesh, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever it is, the yeah. the flesh is, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Right. That's really oh, how yeah. it is. So that was one of my questions when you were just talking about that a little bit ago. Is Man, it is so hard to fight against that pool of the flesh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't want to jump so far ahead that we get past your story, but like what what changed in you mm-hmm. that you were able to say, I can and I'm willing, and not right. only and now I have the desire to say, no, I can fight yeah. against this. And I, I want to answer holiness. all of Brandon's questions because I'm know, fighting this as like as his spouse. Well, I got something for you no, two no, no, later. No. I got yeah, something yeah. for you yeah. two later. Um truly though, it for me it it happened, I feel like when when I just got, I would just say like a fresh revelation of who Jesus is. Mm. And and it came in the form of, he is my greatest treasure. Um, there is there is nothing more val- more valuable. There's nothing, there's nothing that I could attain or anything that would, that is beyond his presence. That is beyond his, go ahead. Go well, ahead, I want to add to that because yeah. I, I think that that is very true, and I've watched that happen. Mm-hmm. But I think, and even for that to take place, even before that, it was the practical things that you had to oh, do. Oh, I'm, I'm getting there. To get yeah, there. yeah. So no, yeah. I'm I'm definitely okay, getting I'll there. Okay, I'll jump ahead. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> but it's so I started the practical things, um, but uh, and and I'll get to those practical things, everybody. <laughs> I promise. Um, but um, but truly, what ended up happening was it it really was and. And I'll say this, and I promise this is not a flex, mm-hmm. but um, I would say that I, I pretty regularly spend time in the Word mm-hmm. um, and had. And even even throughout my darkest times, I was. Um, and that's true. Yeah. Like, I, I have a photo. It was like yeah. early on in our marriage, which later, you know, we, when everything comes out, yeah. it's like I, I'm able to look at that photo and know, every morning he's in the word like and I'd, I'd like posted something on Instagram where I was mm-hmm. like this is my favorite view every morning he would be up and in the word yeah and so it is again right. that thing where but it's not in vain right it's, it's not, not that it's not because you yeah. were active mm-hmm. in you know right this sexual addiction while you were in the word the word it's not in vain right. it is still doing something in you yeah creating a yeah you know so holy conviction anyway so I'm going. just so interested where did that desire come from like it, in the middle of your darkest times, mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying. Like I just, for me, uh, wait. Okay. So there, okay. it comes. I ask questions based off of my own life. Yeah, but yeah. For Same. me, it's like when I'm in that state, or if I am in a dark time, even now, right? Maybe not actively sinning, but just like I just need a spiritual break. I want nothing to do with the Bible. That's right. just being honest. Yeah. So what was it for you? That's like I know what I'm doing, but I still have an urge. Right. Um, I think a lot of it ultimately just came down to discipline and 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 truly being aware that I don't stand a chance without the Lord. And I think, you know, as much as I was in my sin, I still had an understanding that, you know, I don't 
It can be a personality thing too. I would. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah. I'm not trying to oversimplify it either. But yeah. um, Brandon has a very disciplined personality. Mm. I mean, if he, uh, he's he has given up a lot of things. Like even randomly, I, th- I remember like you stopped smoking, you stopped drinking, you stopped pills, and you were like, and I'm going to stop drinking soda. And like, <laughs> and he just did. He didn't have a soda for like two years. Yeah. But he 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 is a very. You're very rhythmic. Like yeah. you create rhythms, I'm, I'm a, and so it's like you're very what uh, rhythmic. rhythmic. And I'm a creature of habit. <laughs> okay. You know, I heard. I, uh, <laughs> you're also redneck. This is what we asked on you, baby. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is what I said to Shay after I think podcast is over. It, it was amazing to me that God chose her story for her because of her personality. Yes. Right? Like yes. The, the, yes. the desire for her to seek. Like me, yeah. I think I said to you, I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know what I would have done if I was in Shay's Shay's <laughs> shoes in that in that moment. Yeah. But, God chose that story for her. Yeah. Same for you. Yeah. God yeah. chose story for you. Yeah. I will add on you. something just from my perspective and having the wonderful privilege of getting to know you the past few years. But you you do have, um, and it's a it's a God given thing that He gives mm-hmm. to unique individuals, and it's a tug to His word. Like we're all mm-hmm. supposed yeah. to be attracted to His word, sure. but there are specific people that the Lord has created, yeah. you know, in our lifetime that they just have more of an attraction. Sure, mm-hmm. you know, like. You literally wake up every morning mm-hmm. disciplined to read his word. Yeah. Even in the midst of, you know, a stronghold, there's still a natural inclination yeah. yes. to his word, you yeah. know? And so there there is that part in your life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So wow. you know. Yeah. No, that's that's good, man. I, I appreciate you saying that. And um and I, I will say, like, you know, even though, yeah, there's that discipline, there's been there has been seasons where I feel like I'm just reading a regular book. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that's, you know, um, that's just me being honest, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and it's not always. And and what that is, and I just help me if I start going too crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, what that is, is we serve the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you know, his his thoughts are unsearchable and his ways are, Inscrutable, unscrutable. Inscrutable. I don't know. I would say you're going crazy. I'm going crazy. I like it. it. Calm down. Either way, he we cannot know everything, Mm -hmm. you know. And so, in a lot of ways, um, everything that we have is given to us. Yeah. All of the revelation, Mm -hmm. all of the knowledge, all of the theology, all of the doctrine, every bit of it is. It would be nothing without the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. saying, "Here you go. This is going to make sense to you now." And He turns the light on. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, oh, and I so love that's that. that's what that happened to Shay. me. Yeah. That. Like, go ahead. Well, sorry, but that it's just that concept of this also gives us grace for other people. I sure. just like to pause on that because yeah. you only know what you know because the Holy Spirit Absolutely. has allowed it. Yeah. And that that takes the pressure off oh, of man. you. It takes the weight off of you to be like they should know better. Right. No, you don't. You don't get to say that. The Holy Spirit will illuminate that at the mm-hmm. right time mm-hmm. for that that's person, right. and that's why we just get to love people without holding them to some crazy standard. Yeah. Because you only have what you have because yeah. the Lord has given it to you. He has kept you. He has revealed it to you. So yeah. anyway, I just yeah, I love that good. concept. Yeah. yeah. No. So yeah. so ultimately, that's what ended up happening. Yeah. Yeah. To answer your question, to go all the way back to answer that question about what back, happened really. to you know yeah. really I guess break the stronghold, mm-hmm. um, but um, I guess backtrack a little more, yeah. get to the practical stuff. Um, so there's a pastor, Craig Rochelle. Um, he's got a quote that says, why resist tomorrow what you can remove today hmm. when it comes to temptation? Hmm. And so um, with that, my my phone is locked down. I cannot access the internet on my phone um, unless there's like, you know, 
like Amazon or something where I've had to take my phone to Sally. She punches in a passcode and it allows that website. Mm-hmm. Um, my work computer is totally um, locked down in the sense that it will take screenshots throughout the day mm-hmm. of my screen and send an email to Sally. Um, Covenant Eyes, I yeah. guess you guys know yeah, uh, what yeah, that yeah. is, but um, it's well, like eighteen bucks. Well, let people know that. That's yeah, important yeah, 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 for know. sure. So it's a it's a subscription service, I guess. It's we're 18. not sponsored by Covenant. Yeah, we are not sponsored, um, but they are uh, they're doing some really good work, um, and it's it's eighteen bucks, and honestly, you know, we will never not have that mm-hmm. all my mm-hmm. stuff. Like, there's just no reason. There's never. I don't envision like a period where i'm going to graduate from it and be like okay we're taking the training wheels off now no please keep them on yeah you know well, well, I wanna, huge I want to say that's this. that's the foothold that we yeah. always talk about yeah. i think i'm good god i think i'm yeah. good. let me take yes. this off no Boom. way yeah. there's a doubt yeah. i want to say this too because this is from my perspective i am so grateful that he came to me and said please lock down all of my stuff mm-hmm. because i'm not his mother and i didn't want to feel like his mother like mm-hmm. when everything comes out and it's like of course, I feel like he has access to every piece of internet on the fo- on his phone. Mm-hmm. He's got mm-hmm. a work computer. We've got a home computer. Like, I don't want to be the one who has to come in and be your mom and say, well, we're taking everything away. We're putting passcodes on everything. Like, I want, like, it meant everything yeah. to me that yeah. he was the man. And he said, yeah. come. That's huge. It is. It's humility. It's wow. showing to me he wants to rebuild trust. It's showing yeah. to me he wants our marriage. Yeah. And doesn't just think because I think that's the pitfall that um, I keep saying men and I and this was I wanted to say this during the whole like destigmatize like mm-hmm. explaining what sexual addiction is and everything but destigmatizing that it's just men who fall into sexual addiction very much women mm-hmm. have the, the so whatever spouse this is happening to but to be the one who says no I, I but I am choosing our marriage mm. please come lock down everything I don't want access that to me has been everything. And that's kind of, you know, when I've had women who come to me because they kind of know, you know, a little bit of our story and they're dealing with some sort of um, either unfaithfulness or broken trust or something in their marriage, um, just that they can express to their husbands, like, here's what I would like, but I I need you to really be the one to want that. Because otherwise the roles do change. And then it it really is not like I'm your spouse. It's like, I'm your mom telling right. you what you can and can't do. And that and makes ha- things worse. That oh, makes yeah. things worse. It oh, makes yeah. you Definitely feel does. restrained. Oh, yeah. And then ultimately you'll unleash yourself Absolutely. on that thing. I mean, yeah. that's very much. So it, it that was a very practical thing that mm-hmm. if anyone, if you are struggling with this, but you want help and you want to take the practical steps, don't make your spouse be the one who says, okay, we're, we're just cutting everything off or, right. you know, we're, yeah. Putting locks on your phone or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Take that step. Yeah. No, there's a key word you use, and that's humility. I was gonna say, man, so. and um props to you. I know Sally just said it, but that's that's very tough. Mm-hmm. That that's something that um that you have to work. Mm-hmm. How do I say this? Like that's it's very uh what's the word I'm trying to say? Like it's good to have it, right? Yeah. Like I, I use internet a lot on my yeah. phone. So mm-hmm. it's it's almost like a, your life has to change a little bit yes. because now but you're aware of why. Like, right. And so Absolutely. for you to take the steps to do something that's hard yeah. and something that's that's normally easy, like, hey, I can do this real, real quick, and yeah. I have to do a couple different steps yeah. to get there. Yeah. And another thing um, that I remember you saying, when you, I remember a long time ago at one of our, when we did staff growth group, you kind of shared this mm-hmm. to our staff. Yeah. And there was a key thing that you said, and it still stuck with me, and that's confession. Yeah. Like oh, the, one of the off. main yeah. things that, that. Yeah. that started I don't know if that's what started, but yeah, no, well, was so you, it, just it, think about it. We well, can, I can only, we can only know what to lock down or what, yeah, what boundaries to put in place. If, if you, 
confess. So totally here's what I want, honest with what you've right. been involved in. This yeah. is this is a huge thing yes. because I don't know who you confess to first because I remember obviously your wife, mm-hmm. but you also I remember I said you had a friend that you were able to just speak to. Mm-hmm. How did that happen? What was the confession piece in your life? Yeah, so I'll, you know I'll be honest the uh, the way that everything came out was um, was abrupt um, in in a lot of ways and was exposed in a lot of ways and and there was um, there was an attempt to to try to cover it up um, and then very quickly it was like there's just no way mm-hmm. there's just no way to cover this up and um, and, and I want to kind of say one thing um and then i'll get right back to that but um whenever you know i was kind of um going back to like the whole pain pill season um i had a very specific uh, moment and conversation with the lord i was working this crazy job it was a third shift middle of the night and um and i was uh sitting there and, and just the the weight on my chest was unbearable and it was it was very much you're going one of two ways you're either going to live for the world or you're going to live for the Lord. You are not going to do both. You mm-hmm. can't do both all your life. Mm-hmm. You just can't. And it's exhausting. It is exhausting. Well, I just got you chills. Can, yeah, you can't do both. Um, and so this moment was very much that same moment. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of our lives in the process of sanctification is coming to terms with, if I keep going down this path, my mind is set on the flesh and that leads to death. But if I set my mind on the spirit and if I choose the Lord, I'm going to walk away from this. Mm-hmm. I will not hold on to this mm-hmm. anymore. And so it was very much, okay, this is just a time. Mm-hmm. This is a time to let go of, of everything. And the Bible says if we confess our sins, he's faithful and mm-hmm. he is just. And I'm here to tell you every single time that that I have confessed my sin, the love of God in the most unspeakable way that I could never really articulate has just swooped in mm-hmm. um and, and it, every time before that you you didn't want to right like oh there, it was never so like i'm much so excited to confess it was yep. always very much like i, I don't i, I do. don't have to and nobody would ever know exactly and so we've talked a lot about that yep. and and th- that is where we kind of mm. got to in our marriage where yep. because again there's this two-year period and not everything came out right when the first things came out Right. Mm. And so it was a long it process was, yeah. where finally I was like, I'm here. Yeah. I will be with you, but I can't keep doing the hiding secrets. And then in the and middle of a more. perfect Tuesday, yeah. Yeah. I think everything's fine that you're like, hey, I just lied about this. Right. I would rather you confess all day long. Yeah. And not again, it's that Easy, this is where this has to be done. wrapped up in the yeah. Lord. I like, want to say, yeah. Yeah. I got a question to, for you too, but I yeah. want to hear. All right. Yeah, so. My question for you is, what was your mindset when you had to confess to your wife? Okay. I want to get real. Can we get yes, real? No, oh, absolutely. Please. Absolutely. Uh, literally, to me, when you asked us to do the story, I hope Brandon would say yes. Yeah. And, of course, w- paired with what my friend said about how, like, rampant this is, um, to me, it is the greatest gift to ha- to be standing on this side of it right now and to yeah. Let people know that there Come is on. freedom, that yeah. there is yeah. restoration, that there it can be yeah. um, for people who are. So that's kind of what yeah. this question. So let's yeah. just pretend yeah. that there's someone listening here. Yeah. My, my nose is sniffing. Sorry. <laughs> but and someone's like feeling the weight. Yep. But they don't know where to go. They yep. know what they should do, but they don't yep. know where to go. So yep. help them understand 
be real. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, no, it, absolutely. It was tough. I'm sure. Absolutely. Oh, it was. So. It was. It was the hardest thing. I, I actually remember um, at work. I went into the bathroom <laughs> and got down on my knees and was just praying to the Lord. Uh, and it was just as clear as day. And and um, that I just needed to be 100% honest mm -hmm. and just totally confess everything with her, and, with her, with yeah. my wife. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. um, that's the reconciliation that needed to happen mm -hmm. in, in the physical. Um, mm -hmm. And, um, and so, um, and so I remember doing that. And so we talked about like apprehension and not really wanting to, mm -hmm. and every single time and all this, and when everything was like, um, you know, kind of first coming out, I'm remembering specifically around then it was, it was, it was dark times, man. Mm -hmm. uh, I went and stayed with my parents. Um, and, uh, you guys are referring to y'all are married. We were married. Yes. Yes. And, I. You and know, I was at, it was at the recommendation of our, uh, therapist. our therapist. He was a believer, yeah. but it was so tense yeah. in that time. Yeah. And he just said, maybe just, just take a little time apart, yeah. but not like we no, never, it we never called it separated. We no. just needed a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. let's just take uh, a so, second. So, you know, I found myself. We had a new baby, yeah. you know? Like, oh yeah. It was, it was, was a lot. It was a lot, you know, and, and, um, and Sally, um, if you don't mind me saying, she just wanted answers. Mm -hmm. um, she just wanted to know specifics. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with the advice of our therapist, he was kind of like, hey, dude, she's kind of needs to know. It, it's just going to help out in a lot of things. And and it was really hard for me to answer those questions. Mm -hmm. And I kept just trying to not make it sound as bad as it yeah, was. Was, was, truth, my, yeah. was my attempt was just like I kept leaving out details or whatever. And it just wasn't making a lot of sense to Sally at the time. And mm -hmm. And she was like, what, you know, what about this? What about this? And, and that was when I kind of had that moment at work where, you know, I, I was praying to the Lord and when, and I, and I believe that this was just like God's provision for me to just, you know, I say have courage, I guess have courage to mm -hmm. confess. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, and literally that was me saying, God, I trust you. Mm -hmm. I trust you with my wife's heart. And I'm going to confess. I'm going to just say everything. And that, in that moment, the weight was lifted. And it was kind of like another one of those, I'm not going, you can't go two directions at one time. Mm -hmm. You can only pick one and go. Mm -hmm. And um, and so I remember like feeling like I could trust the Lord. Mm -hmm. And that was his provision in that moment to, to trust him with that. And all glory to God. Um, we're sitting here at this table mm -hmm. right now having this conversation today, yeah. you know, giving, giving the Lord glory for redeeming our marriage right, and yeah. for, you know, for all those things. And it is, um, but it was very much, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it until I put it in God's hands. And I, it's funny cause, um, I've got this little thing in my head. Um, Sally, please forgive me uh, for embarrassing you. you this way. Don't do that. But uh, no, 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 no. You it's, absolutely have to. It's just one of those goofy things that she was probably going to put her head in her hands. But um, this is this she is the just thing. Did it. <laughs> if you mess up, fess up, and leave the rest up to God. Oh Ooh. dear. Okay, no, it's all right. Bars. Bar. Oh, bars. Can we get a beat um, behind that bars. in post production. All right. So let me let me ask this question then. Yeah. So. At this time in y'all's marriage, mm -hmm. so was it? Were you still? You, so you're on painkillers? No, no, no. So at this point, no. So I, I, I kicked was, that before we got married. Oh, because I wasn't doing that. Okay, uh, okay, okay. Well, that's what I wondered. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. So no, so that yeah, that was kicked before. So did you know 
any of this before he told I you? I knew nothing about sexual addiction. Okay, so I, I, I had no. I mean, when I tell you, I knew nothing. I didn't know. I, I didn't know if he ever watched porn. I didn't know. I didn't know anything about anything. So it was very, very secretive. Yeah. Or like very just. So what was your? Just take us to that moment. Yeah. When he sits so, you down, he's like, "Hey." I just need it. Yeah. However, well, you did it. And just to be just to be clear, it was exposed. Yeah. So not by Brandon first. Yeah. So there, it, and that's just as much as we want to share. Right. Yeah. That's okay yeah. with people. Um, but it was exposed. So it wasn't. Uh, it's not that he came to me first. So then I had to say, "Is this true?" And that's where he kind of said there was an attempt to kind of cover it up. And so at first he was like, "Absolutely not. This is not true." Um, I invited my friend over because when this was exposed, I was I was. Uh, I guess, well, we were to get, you had to go help yeah, your dad with yeah. something. I called my friend um, and she just kind of walked me through, you know, what I was thinking and feeling. And I just, Brandon was gone and I just called him back and I was like, you need to come home now. Like we need to talk through this. And it took a minute and I saw it in his face mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, it is true. And of course it was, it was hard. Yeah. Um, I, this is not, listen, I'm not, I'm not over spiritual. I've, struggled with skepticism, believing in God for a long time. I'm in the best place I've ever been in my relationship with the Lord right now. But even then, I I just want people to know it's not that I was some, you know, overly faithful wife who was on her knees praying for her husband every single day. I can only say I was kept by the Lord. That's Mm -hmm. it. And so that's where, you know, I had a, I had a, a, a friend recently reach out with a situation and she told me, she woke up and just had so much peace. And I was like, girl, I get you. And it's not something you can explain to someone, but right. this is that concept that Robin talks wow. about a lot, that it's grace for the moment. Mm-hmm. You may look and be like, I could never forgive my husband for that. I could never blah, blah, blah. I can only say I was kept by the Lord. And I don't know why some marriages make it and some don't. And that's a hard thing to navigate because I've had people reach out and say, wow. here's what we're dealing with. And then three months later, I see him divorced on Instagram, you know, like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I, I don't know why. All I know is each of us had to do what was right in front of us. I will say, um, of course, it was the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. It was never in my mind, though. Like, I've loved him for a long time. And I it was never in my mind for us to get a divorce. And I, I that was we had just had a baby. I'm like, no, this is our family. So I will say it was always in me to fight for our family and to know like we're going to be together. I even remember not long after it all came out, we were still navigating very hard things and topics, conversations. I had gone to take a trip to see my sister and took Jude. And again, again, I'm in my head. So I I have the privilege of knowing what I'm thinking Mm -hmm. and he doesn't. And I remember I came back and he was like, I swore you weren't going to come back. Like I thought you Mm -hmm. were just going to say, I'm just going to stay out here with my sister. And that was never a thought for me. Like, I just, and I felt really bad. I was like, oh God, sorry. Like, no, I've never thought about, (laughs) I don't even think I was explicit though in saying like, I never thought about leaving you because I just wanted you to like shape up. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, I might, you better stop doing what you're doing. Like, but not really in that way. But um, looking back, like I, it just was never a thought. And so again, that was one of the things I wanted to, I knew I wanted to say, you know, if we were asked this is like, yes, pray. Pray for your pray for your spouse. Um, trust the Lord, but yeah. like I can only say that He just really mm-hmm. 
really kept me with some sort of level head that was always after anything came out. Because again, this was a process. Like, yeah, it was. Confession is is much as much of a practice as yes. anything. Yeah. You have to practice at it. It will yeah. always not be. It is. It is a kingdom culture, which yeah. is opposite from Ooh. our worldly culture, right. which is self preservation. Let yeah. me just yep. protect myself. I'll keep my secrets. It's not hurting anyone. Yeah. Self dependence. Very yeah. much. Oh, yeah. Very much. And so, kingdom culture says, confess, get it out, get yep. people around you who can support you and love Absolutely. you and forgive you and show you grace. Yeah. Um, but you don't. Feel and remind that. you of God's grace because you, you yes. will forget about it. Yes. You will, mm-hmm. When you are holding on to your sin, you will forget about God's grace and you will think that it's not for you. Yes. Wow. And and truly, though, and truly. Truly, this is this is um, kind of biblical here. Forgive me for saying this, but the Bible says it. Don't be the messenger. <laughs> um, you know, um, this is. Are you scared stuff. to say it? It's I don't. The Bible. I mean, it's it's the Bible, but I want to make sure I get it right. <laughs> right I don't want to right, steer right. anybody in the wrong direction. But just from what I feel, I feel my prayers are hindered when I don't have, mm. uh, when there's no confession, when I'm holding on to sin. Um, and we are told that when we do confess, God does hear our prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, biblically speaking, when we are living in a way that is hiding sin, God's face is hidden from us. Now, mm-hmm. in reality, there is no distance between those who are in Christ, but there is very much a God's not. God has the power to move his hand away yeah. from yeah. the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Because he is God. He but is you, God. You said it, though. It's like hiding his face, but it's like you forget about his mm-hmm. grace. Exactly. It's like it's not necessarily him doing that to you. Right. It's your sin doing it to exactly. you. Exactly. It's, it's clouding it, everything. Yes, yes. It's, it's getting in the way. And so when you confess, not only are you trusting in the Lord and you're kind of taking that step to say, hey, you are God. Your way is better, and here's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. But then when you have people in your life that you confess to, I, I would I would strongly suggest like praying about who that would be. It can't just be anybody. Yeah, smart, yeah. Um, but that person at that point is going to give the gospel right back to you mm-hmm. and remind you of who you are in Christ and mm-hmm. remind you that you are forgiven and that you are free and that you are not bound to these things anymore and that that doesn't have any weight on you um, and, and a lot of, that that is a part of the freedom that you experience mm-hmm. when you when you confess. And so, yeah, um, when we're talking about practicality, um, confession confession is first. It uh, is it's first. It is. It, and uh, this says uh, Matt Chandler. He said the off ramp of sin is confession. Mm-hmm. Like you're on the highway and you're you know you want to get off. Confession. Literally, the only way off is confession. The you know, only way out is to say, "Here's who I am." Confession is so hard. Because in my mind, the only thing I'm concerned about, and this is bad, is what is anybody else going to think about my hidden sin? Right. I'm not concerned about the freedom I'll feel oh, through right. Christ. I right. think about what is he going to think? What is she going to think? Right. But I'm supposed to be this guy. I'm supposed to be this. Right. Yeah. Yet again, that, that goes down to pride. I heard a quote yesterday. It was pretty mind boggling. Demons wouldn't exist if pride didn't exist. Mm. Think about this. Like, there would not be evil if pride did not exist. Well, even in just in the Pride's beginning, I mean, that's, well, yeah, you know, I mean, like, yeah, it's like it just makes you think. Gosh, at, at some point they thought they could do anything themselves. They can do, you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. and we have to have hundred mm-hmm. percent dependence on the Lord. Yeah, 100%. yeah. Pride. We sometimes confuse that definition, but the pride in my mind is like I, I feel like myself I have to be at a certain level. Yeah, right. For everybody else to see. Yeah. 
and that's my mind. Yeah. But that's and that's where I I think you know what you said was good, Brandon, about like being selective about who you confess to. Sure. Um, yeah, and it huge. needs to be people who they they don't see you as some sort uh-huh. of god. They don't need you to be yeah. a god. They need you to be real, real. Yeah. And they've created a safe yep. space for you to confess, where they can encourage you. And it yeah. it is good for people to know your downfalls. It's good yeah. for your own pride for people to know no, when you absolutely. fail. It's someone who can give you truth without judging. Yeah, absolutely. it's it's understanding. Yeah. I get you, man. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, here's here's the find, truth. Um, find those bigger brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. You know, those mo- mothers and fathers mm-hmm. in the faith. Um, you don't ever. You don't really want to confess to people who are like in the same or worse struggle than you. you we yeah. talked about that before. Yeah. Like you know, even in oh, high yeah. school and stuff, you had like quote unquote accountability partners. Right. But you guys were just like, doing the we same were thing. We were both and, failing like every day. Yeah. Like, man, <laughs> doing it together. Yeah. Again last night. No, well, that's like, the thing. <laughs> like y'all give each other a fake grace to each other as right. if like, oh man, it's okay. I messed up yesterday too, yeah. or I messed exactly. up five minutes ago. It's like no, 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 no. Like there, there is a there is a call on your life. Yeah. So there yeah. is there is definitely you know a a way to walk that is worthy of the calling uh-huh. um, that we have and and. It is to be taken seriously to mm-hmm. to follow Jesus to be his disciple. It's you know and and that is you know kind of a part of I guess my awakening or you know my the revelation of man he is supreme like mm-hmm. he is above all um, and those things like those words they sound so like duh you know mm-hmm. duh but it's a it's, love language it's, though yeah. it's but there is a I, there is a language that god speaks that is beyond mm-hmm. our ability to articulate and that is when he reaches in and touches your soul and like i said earlier he turns that light on mm-hmm. and yep. that you just kind of have those aha mm-hmm. moments uh, of like complete you're just in awe mm-hmm. like in such a simple truth or such a simple word of his and it's just like your mind is blown yeah. and 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 not just blown in the sense like, well, my mind's blown. Yeah. But in, <laughs> the, sense, but in the sense that <laughs> I'm moved. I am moved wow. by this. Yeah. Like I am, I'm going to do something different. You change something exactly. in your life because and of it. That is the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. That yes. is, you know, scripture coming to life. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. You know, so. Yes. No, that's so good. And I, I feel like um, a, a comfort for me has been you know, you, you've said this to me a couple of times because, so when you come out of something like that, um, in your marriage, for me, the fear has been like, but when does this happen again? When does, Mm. when does it rear its head again? Mm. Like, um, when do I, you know, find out something again? When does he confess something where again, it's a normal day. And then it's like, Hey, I did this, you know? And so I've questioned that a lot. And, um, like to Brandon, like, Mm -hmm. and there, there'll be times he can tell I'm a little closed off or something. And I, I'll just have to say, like, I think I'm just feeling fearful. Like, um, I'm a very much, I'm very much a person. It's like, when is the next shoe going to drop anyways? Like, mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. kind of think of my life in the form of a movie and <laughs> the flows, the, the rhythms of a movie are like when everything is going awesome and there's this beautiful montage of like how great life is. And then somebody like gets oh. in a car accident. Yeah. So it's like, I, I tend to think that way anyway. So I do have this like, when is the next shoe going to drop kind of feeling. And so I've had that about our marriage, but I've been like, I would ask him, and it's been such a comfort to me. Um, I, I specifically remember we were one day driving out to Rock Hill, and I was just like, I just feel this way. And he kind of put his hand on my leg, and he was like, I love you, but I'm not even doing this for you. Mm-hmm. I am chasing Jesus. I want Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that was such a comfort to me that it's like, 
it's not because of me he's getting healthy because that means I can't break it. Mm-hmm. So right. if, if I, you know, if we're, if we're uh, in the middle of a fight, he's not going to go mm. do the thing, j- use the justification of, well, well, I deserve Sally, this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sally did this. So I'm going to, you yeah. know, take care of myself or right. like whatever it is. Yeah. Th- there isn't a fear of that because yeah. he is chasing the Lord. And there, so my friend that I talked to, um, you know, about the, what the, uh, head of the psychology department said she also told me a story that day and it kind of triggered me a little bit she, and she didn't mean to but she just said um she told me about a couple that at, was at their old church and she was like it she was just uh reiterating how yeah. rampant it is and how you know scary it can be and so it was this guy that was at their old church and they um that was there it was almost i think i've been a little fearful of this opportunity too because it's almost like this she said like that that was their ministry was that the husband had overcome sexual addiction. The Lord had restored Mm. their marriage. um, And she had just found out that he had relapsed and Mm. just really kind of gone crazy um, in sexual addiction. And so I was like, oh, crap. Like, that's kind of my fear. First of all, I have to trust the Lord. Like, Mm -hmm. that is my responsibility. I can't control what Brandon's going to do anyway. And my faith has to be in that the Lord will take care of me if anything happens, Mm -hmm. um, that he will as he's done before, he'll take care of my heart. He'll take care of my mind. He'll show me what the next step is. And so that's, that again is a concept of anxiety. Like when we're scared of something in the future, um, that you're looking at it through a lens of you don't have the grace for that moment yet. And you can't anticipate the way that the light, that the Lord will turn on the light for you. You don't know that yet. You're not in that moment yet. So you're just anticipating something without not through the lens of what the Holy Spirit can do, which is so limitless. Like he can come in and change literally anything. And Mm -hmm. so I, first of all, I have to recognize that's my responsibility is for me to trust in the Lord. I have to, he's my savior. Mm -hmm. He's with me just as much as he's for Brandon. He's for me. And so that is a a thing, but it is such a comfort to know. Oh, so anyway, so when she told me that story, I, it did kind of trigger me and I had to tell Brandon, I was like, mm-hmm. she told me this story and I'm scared. Like, yeah. I'm scared this will be us like in three years. Like, yeah, we're great right now. What happens in three years? I mean, we're relatively young. We went through this young, early in our marriage mm-hmm. and in so many ways, I'm so grateful. Right. <laughs> but it also is this weird little like, like how it happens when we're 50, you know, like at, yeah. when we're older, like it's how, how does this all play out? But Brandon said this thing to me and not in a judgment towards that man. But he just had to, but it was good for me to hear it. it. He said, but I have to wonder, like, the whole time that he was abstaining from those things or whatever, was he just, like, white-knuckling mm-hmm. and not replacing it with cultivating a mm-hmm. heart for God? Yeah. Because he said, Sally, like, I'm not, it's not just a place of, re- and this is practical for someone, whoever's yeah. listening, because this was even when I have talked to uh, our therapist about, like, food addiction. First of all, he said, there is no addiction like food or sex. There's mm-hmm. nothing like it. You, you can't come at it really from the exact same angles that you do, like drugs or mm-hmm, alcohol right. or anything like that. You have to fight it in a different way. And he, what he said was for, um, for like food, restriction will never work. So I'm just not going to eat. I'm not going to, like it will never work because ultimately you will end up unleashing yourself on that thing. Right. Mm. It has to be cultivating something different. You're actually setting goals to move in a different direction. Yeah. And that is kind of the the practical piece of like, Brandon is moving in a way that he's cultivating a heart for God, mm. not just saying, I'm not going to have a sexual addiction. I'm not going to have a sexual mm, addiction. Right. I'm going to, you know. Sinkhole mentality. Yeah. yeah. Remember oh. we talked about this a long time ago? Yeah. 
You don't remember. I think Spend I do remember you saying the word sinkhole, and I was like, what are you talking about? No, <laughs> a sinkhole, right? There's rivers under the earth. Yeah. Yes, yep. yes, yes. When I the water this. goes away, it creates a sinkhole. Yeah. So you need something to fill that dirt. Exactly. So yeah. same thing. Like if you yeah. just leave that, the white knuckle, if you just right. leave that, I'm, I'm just going to stop doing this. Yeah. Right. Well, then what are you filling it with? Because exactly. again, it's going to sink. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Something you said was very interesting. So early on in our marriage, we had struggles, yeah. right? And Shelly was at the point of like, bro, get it together. Yeah. And I remember saying, because I truly felt I wanted to stop because I loved her so much. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see you in this yeah. pain when you do find out these things that I'm doing, yeah. right? Or whatever it may be. And she said, you're never going to fight, beat it if you keep doing it for me, right? Mm-hmm. It's for Jesus. It's right. not for for Jesus mm-hmm. and also for you, yeah. right? Absolutely. But him first. And I said, and through that, You'll, you'll see a change in me as well. Yeah. But that fear of, is, is it going to happen again? Is it going to happen again? I remember, so I could walk in one day, and I don't remember exactly when this was, but the things that we battled, mm-hmm. I walk in and I could just see her face and it's a fear. It's yeah. like, he did it again. Yeah. And I would get so annoyed early in our marriage when she'd ask me to do something to to help her understand, no, I haven't done this. And I would get so annoyed because in pride, I'm like, I can't believe you think I would do that. Like, are you kidding me? No, I'm not doing that. And no, I'm not proving it to you. And then I had to realize I need to do everything possible to help her understand that I'm trying to move forward in holiness. And then I was like, I'll do whatever you want. So now it's like, if I see that fear, because it does come back. Let's be honest. I mean, it comes back. And now I'm like, whatever you want me to do. Uh, Because I don't want you to Again, it's the the same thing Paul wrote about where it's just a thorn on his side, you know, Mm -hmm. for the rest of his life. He, you know, he ended up dying probably still with that thorn on his his side, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, But the concepts that you guys are referring to, like with Brandon and Ryan, is this idea of first love. It's not the love that you can have with another human being, mm-hmm. but the supernatural love that you can have with Jesus when, that he's never going to fail you. He's never going to let you down. He's never going to forsake you. He'll never leave you. Right. And when you have this life of, I, I am not going to sin because mm-hmm. of this love that yeah. I have for him and yeah. that he has for me. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then think your perspective starts to shift. Yeah. Right. You know, and that will bleed through mm-hmm. with your relationships and with sure. your marriages. Yeah. yeah. You know, but yeah. man, if you try to like um, satisfy another human being, mm-hmm. like you will fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's in- the, inevitable. Yeah. And this reminds me too, uh, kind of going back to the whole practicality thing. Um, for someone who struggles with sexual addiction, the answer is not more sex with your spouse. I just want to yeah. kind of say mm-hmm. that um, your spouse isn't your savior. Um, and in a lot of ways, like, you know, you can, you can kind of think, well, you know, if we this did person this more. needs. To, yeah, if we did this more, this person needs to meet yeah. my needs more. But what we're talking about mm-hmm. right now is seeing Jesus as yeah. the one who satisfies, yeah. and, and that, that moving us. That has been. That has also been a healing thing in mm-hmm. our marriage, and that was what it was for me because a part of my mind was, okay, so I have to do this more wow. in order for him to be a healthy. I was going to ask that. Yeah. yeah, and he was the one. Being, I mean, truly, like a man, like that—that's all I can really say. I'm not trying to belittle yeah. anyone who doesn't have this mentality, but like, that's such a like, it's a boy thing to be like, well, if you mm-hmm. did this mm-hmm. more, I wouldn't have to go do this somewhere it's else. Pride to be a man. It, he was yeah, like, childish, he was yeah. the one who told yeah. me that you don't have to do anything more because ultimately, no matter what, it's it's something that has to be satisfied by the Lord. It has yeah. to be changed. Nothing satisfies, by the Lord. yeah, like in, yeah. in the human sense. Yeah. Yes. Well, and even like so, in our situation, it, it didn't click in my head because I did have that true desire yeah. 
to to stop for my mm-hmm. wife. Like I I, I did. And, and that's uh, a noble. It's not a bad thing. Right, it's, right. It's noble. Right, right, right. It's, but it's, it's it doesn't replace the satisfaction exactly. of the Lord. I'm not, and I hope I'm saying this right. I'm not sinning against my wife. I'm sinning against the Lord, and right. through my sin against the Lord, it's affecting my wife. Yes, sure. yes, right. Um, so I'll never be healed yes. through her forgiveness like I would be through his. Yeah. Right now, again, I do need to go and ask her for forgiveness mm-hmm. for sure. breaking trust and for right. hurting and and all that. But if her forgiveness for that doesn't change my relationship with God. Does that make, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And that that's something that she had to look at me in the eyes yeah. and say, stop doing it for me. Mm-hmm. If you keep doing it for me, it's not going to change. Do and it you'll for continue him to feel, yeah. Yeah. This yes. is why, you know, that when we talk about, again, I don't know why the Lord allowed us to have a restored marriage at this point. I have no clue. And I know that there are people who try or whatever, but I do have, there is something to be said for both people being submitted to just wanting what the Lord wants. Right. And that can be really hard. I, you know, when I talk to women, they just want their husband to be in that place, to just submit their life to the Lord. It's not even just to love them more. Loving your wife or your spouse more will come from loving Jesus more. Yes. It is an overflow. Yeah. Period, yeah. Um, that's, it, that's not the goal. The goal is to love Jesus more. And, right. and that those things naturally happen. And so um, anyway, I just I felt like I wanted to say that. But also yeah. um, it's funny because like when you get married, people was like, well, what's your biggest advice for us to get married? And it's like <laughs> good communication. And you're like, you're like, I think I know what that means. Yeah. You don't know. And yeah. so you have crazy <laughs> situations and then you're having to sit in the living room and be like, well, this is the communication they were talking about. And yeah. honestly, so we are very, like we communicate about a lot of things. Like yeah. Yeah. a lot of, we, I mean, I, I don't want to like be, sometimes we just have to be matter of fact. We just have to be very straightforward yeah. and yeah. just understanding well, we've decided to be in this for the long haul. Like, that's right. We want to be married till Amen. the day that we die. <laughs> yeah. Preaching, girl. So what? What are we doing? Tip. There's nothing to tiptoe around. If we really want this, yeah. we really just have to talk to each other and yeah. say what we're thinking or feeling. Yeah. And I'll say, I mean, that's been a huge thing for Brandon. He gave me the space because I'm sure. Which, and I, I will say this for women too. You know when you're weaponizing what your husband has done again back mm. against him. You mm. you know when you're doing that. Mm. It. Again, I think just the Lord put it in me to not, which I, I don't like to inflict pain anyway. Like, I just always want everybody to feel good and comfy around me. Like, that's um, probably to a fault, like very people pleasery. I don't like to see people in pain. I It has killed me to see Brandon in pain. Like, there, you know, when he would say things like, I wish this wasn't my story. I wish I hadn't done these things. Like, that nothing has hurt me more than knowing his pain. Mm-hmm in this, that it wasn't what he wanted to do. Um, but I, of course I have my pain, but so I, I, but the thing is we can't weapon, like, so my goal is never to weaponize what Brandon has done against him. Well, you did this. So this is why I'm feeling this way or anything. Mm -hmm. And I always try Like when we have to talk about it, I'm, I usually say like, you know, I never talk about this. Like I never try to bring it up or throw it in his face. It's never, um, I try to, you know, whatever. Um, but when I have to ask about something, when I'm feeling fearful, you mm-hmm. talked about that, Ryan, when I'm feeling fearful that something has either happened or is going to happen, or I'm just feeling like maybe we're not connecting that week or like there's a disconnect. So I'm like, oh, shoot, is there a disconnect because mm-hmm. something's going on that I don't know about? Um, he, again, a man, oh, he has Lord. just Ooh. literally opened up the floor. <laughs> he has given me a space to be like, I'm feeling uncomfortable and there's no pride in it for him he where he's like, how dare you? How dare That's you ask saying, me? You yeah, know, like it yeah. is a, it's just a beautiful. How can I help? Yeah. How can a, I reassure yes, you? Exactly. It's a beautiful place. And we've had to have other conversations. Like, yeah. and I've been very frank. Like I've had to say things like, I don't feel, I, I hope that's okay. I'm sure. Yeah, but ahead. like, I, 
I, I don't feel safe in our marriage right now. I feel like at any point I'm going to learn something or find out something. And his response has always been, then let's, I want to do whatever it takes to make you feel safe in our marriage. I just got to say a lot of humility. That is a mature marriage. I hope you understand that. And the struggles in your marriage brought you to this point. So many people need to hear what you just said because that y'all have an, an open door to share your true feelings that you do want to hold in. Mm -hmm. And if you hold them in, it's just going to cause more and more issues and trouble and things. But if you can share those with your spouse and your spouse Mm -hmm. receives them with love, that's, that's confession in another way, right? Not a, not a bad confession, but a confession that I'm, I'm struggling here. Help me. But if you hold it in, it's going to cause more doubt, more issues, yeah. more things against Brandon. Wow. I mean, that's maturity. And I just, I well, just need that need people to know yeah. that's a huge step that you need to take super in your marriage. Th- again, I say that super thankful we went through this early in marriage. We got, I mean, not we weren't young, young. We we're twenty five. Yeah, it's still pretty young. By the time everything came out, we were twenty seven. Mm-hmm. And so it is, it is literally the Lord. Like yeah. it's all we can really, it really say. Is. It is the Lord. I it feel really like is. He just kept us and held us. But mm-hmm. we are thankful for that, and that's what like. I do feel like sometimes, like sometimes it's older, like women who have come to me, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I actually, I actually yep. know what to say to this. Like, oh, mm-hmm. like I feel mm-hmm. so inadequate because yeah. I'm like, well, we've only been married. We'll be married seven years this mm-hmm. year. That's young in in life and Real. marriage. Yeah. But I do feel like he has allowed us to to learn so much really about has. each other, about how to communicate and how to be in marriage. And again, like. Of course, even saying this now, I'm like, gosh, I hope this ages well. Yeah. <laughs> I hope in 10 years, like, we've still got a great marriage. Oh, but, yeah. like, again, it's just, no, we're will. just going to continue well, to follow the Lord. Well, we will because, you know, we know what we're fighting for, yes. yeah. you know. And every wow. single time we sit down to have a conversation, you know, as much as there is, there's always that, you know, there's like an initial hurdle. You just mm-hmm. kind of got to, mm-hmm. you know, You have to jump, jump in. Over and I will say at the end of it, it's not always like we're hugging it out. Like sometimes right. it's a hard conversation and yeah. he goes to the music room and I go to the bedroom and we have to let it sit for a Space. second. I like right. hugging it out yeah. though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody, everybody's different. Yeah. But there is a Well, we we'll always we will always say, I love, I love you. you. Yes. I love you. And you like this is all from if, a place of love, if, but you uh, gotta do the hard If my wife hears this part right now about hugs, she's gonna crack up. Uh, I'm like, Can we just hug for like thirty seconds? Like, <laughs> what would I, I just say need if to you feel your Oh Lord. I would probably get an elbow to the chest. For sure. My chest knows what the elbow feels like. No, <laughs> yeah, dent. Yeah, like, oh yeah. But see, we can be arms length apart oh, for one second. That's me. Need a second. <laughs> that's me. I, Shelly, you need space. She Here, here's Shelly. I'm gonna tell you everything, and I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be blunt. I'm not holding nothing back. Then I wanna. Then I wanna move on and give a hug. I'm like, oh no, I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're. I'm gonna. I'm gonna drag this. I, up. We <laughs> we had a non-negotiable. Or like yeah, non-negotiable before marriage. It was like I just. I this is for us. It's not for anybody. Right. Anybody else. Right. Right. But my personal thing was like, please just don't leave the house. Like right. you can go to a different yeah. room, but don't leave the house. Like I feel very abandoned yeah. if yeah. you leave and like, oh gosh, what if you never come back? And God forbid something bad happened and that's right. how we ended, yeah. whatever. Like you can go to the garage, you can sit in the car, but don't leave. <laughs> right. <laughs> and don't turn house. it on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was always Let thing. me say one more thing please. about what you said before. Let's keep going. I with don't the talk um, <laughs> with the uh um the weaponizing. Yeah. Again, I, I again that's maturity on your part. Um Lord yeah. giving you maturity. And I think it's important to say, and I don't want to say this lightly. Okay. So, so I get how hard it is because I've seen it in my wife's face, but forgiveness for the spouse once the other spouse has hurt you is necessary. It's key. Yeah. Now, time yeah. 
Don't, I'm not saying in that moment, you confess, boom, I'm over it. No, I get that there's time. Oh, yeah. But in order to grow in a couple, in a marriage, you do have to forgive. Yeah. And that's no. what you're kind of saying in that weaponizing. And, and uh, like forgiveness, forgiveness is so, it, it is not this tangible thing that mm-hmm. like, okay, now I know I have forgiven. Um, but, or now here is the exact step to forgive right, or just saying, I forgive to, you. Yes, like no. it is, it is such a deeply emotional, like it can be intertwined in so many things. And so I will say this, I feel like a step to moving towards forgiveness for me was, well, first of all, here's, here's the, here's the glory in all of this, that my husband's sexual addiction and his process to healing has literally pastored me through food addiction Hmm. so as my therapist is literally like when i when i sat in front of him i was talking about food addiction he was like well there's no thing like food or sex i was like all right well me and my husband got that covered like (laughs) we're both in it and there's nothing like it great but it has literally pastored me so i say that to say i know how i feel in food addiction and there's Hmm. just i've had compassion Right. Mm. for what like I know what it's like to have a compulsive feeling I know what it's like to want to feed the like the uh the, what we talked about at the very beginning I deserve this because I've had a great day I deserve this because I've had a terrible day I'm yep. mad I'm sad whatever yep. I know what that's like and so compassion I feel like is is an on-ramp if we're talking about the, it's an on-ramp to forgiveness it is a realization that like I may not have done what he did hmm. but I am not sinless i'm mm-hmm. not perfect and i have my own things and mm-hmm. i you may think that it's more or less but really at the center of it is a broken human mm-hmm. who probably didn't want to do the things that they wanted to do and so compassion really i know i honestly and again just the lord i don't know that i ever went through this full like i forgive you you know right. like yeah. this full process right it really was natural because I felt so much compassion for him. I could actually tell. And now part of that is him. Like, I don't know really what, and this is just transparency. I don't know what to tell a spouse who has a spouse Mm -hmm. that is not remorseful, Mm. that doesn't, that isn't broken for their sin. Like he was, he was so broken and I could tell that not a fake brokenness, not, well, I got caught. Cause that's a thing too. Like, I had to wonder, I had to wonder, like, are yeah. you only broken because you got caught? Right. It's natural, um, yeah. I will say, I, after, you know, after everything came out, I, I did want to know everything. And our therapist was like, that's natural and it's okay for you to ask. And he should, he should oblige to that. Yeah. I went through his phone and I saw a text where he almost reached out. It was almost like six months. I saw him text a friend where he was like, I'm really struggling with something. Or you had said something. And mm-hmm. I think you know what I'm talking about. But... Um, he, I could tell he wanted to, and yep. for, that honestly was a gift to me. Wow. I, I'll never forget reading that. Cause I was like, okay, he wasn't happy in this. He didn't want to do this. He nope. struggled with this. Yeah. And so there is something to be said about like an actual brokenness for your sin yep. versus somebody who's like, deal with it, you yeah, know, and, and yeah. he was never like that. And yeah. so it, it really gave me the, I wanted the to say to forgive. forgiveness doesn't mean turning a blind eye. Right. That's the, it's, right. Yeah, it's a real thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. But like, I mean, it is compassion. Like I said, healing takes time. It Very is a process. Oh, yeah. There is a level of pain, right? Yes. If I oh. snap at my wife, yeah. she can get over that quicker than something like like you guys are yeah. talking about. So there is a level to that. Very but, much. It yeah. is. All, that's why, again, the, yeah. this miracle is a process. Sure. Can I ask? Um, I wanted to ask, because what we're talking, a lot of the things that we're talking about is 
you know, uh, sin, mistakes, decisions that we've made in our teenage years, early 20s. Um, but in marriage and something that I feel like is super crucial along with um, the idea of confession and repentance, you guys, was there a time where you guys started to talk about the stuff in your youngerness that led to like confession to, to, to not have just fruit issues, but like dig into those roots. Oh yeah. You know, like was, was there moments and there was like, Hey, I may have done this, you know, when I was 20, but I need to talk to you about things when I was eight, when I was six. And that was facilitated by therapy. Yeah. I was going to say, so, um, if I could recommend anything in the, in the realm of practicality, it would be, you know, for a marriage going through anything, find a good counselor, find a good therapist, and we'll send ultimately, you ours. We've we'll, sent so hey, many people to hit ours. Hit us up because we know a guy. So, okay? I. Um, <laughs> so uh, he's booked. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, good luck getting in there. But yeah. um, but anyway, so yeah. Um, ultimately, yeah. When we when we went to therapy, um, it was a lot of kind of getting getting down into the root of kind of who we are our childhood upbringings things that have things that happened and um, you know i mentioned in the video um, being exposed to pornography um, very early um, sexual activity um, from someone older than me that i should have been able to trust and not uh, you know and so it was uh yeah so there was just a lot a lot there and all that ended up uh, coming out in therapy and um, I can't. I guess that kind of you know lets you know kind of hey this is this is what we're up against here, mm-hmm. and and here is the reality, you know, um, the the only true weapon of the enemy, it, in in ultimate reality is accusation, and the only reason his accusation works is because of God's holiness, and there will be no sin in His presence. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's not like the enemy has an actual weapon. That he can oppose God with. Um, I'm going somewhere, I promise. No, this is so um, good. Right, yeah. I like so, I like the accusation part yeah. because he can only accuse to those who haven't confessed. Exactly. Yes. He can and he Ooh. can only he can only accuse those who are not in Christ. Yeah. He can only accuse those who do not believe. Um so that's that's what um in, in a lot in a sense, um the the um um whatever I'm trying to say here. He's been the serpent has been defamed in a mm-hmm. sense. Like there, he doesn't have. Um, he's he's got no. There's no poison. Okay, no. the accusation, it, it will not stand for someone who's been justified by the blood of Christ. Um, and so where was I going? What was I don't I know. Saying? That was beautiful. Well, um, well, I just wanted to, like my one of my main questions though is because you're talking about therapy and counsel like mm-hmm. counseling, but. Most of that stuff doesn't tell as well as full transparency with one another, yeah. mm-hmm. like yes. with you and your wife. You yeah. and your so husband, we like, got that together through therapy. That was so yeah. he facilitated those conversations between right. us, so we were able perfect to learn. Yeah. So yeah. T- for some people, you might not need that, but it might yeah. be like, here's why I think that I do this. But it was good for us. We needed that. I yeah. mean, it, that that was stuff I didn't know about Brandon before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, increases compassion. Yes. You're just a kid, like exposed to something way too soon. And yeah. that, and it just also awakens us to the type of people and parents we need to be, right. what we guard for our kids so that we don't awaken something that yep. shouldn't be yeah. there. It didn't yeah. have to be there. Yeah. Awaken something or crush. Or yeah. crush. You know, yes. which is something yeah. that yes. yeah. happens so many times. I remembered where I was going. So um, where I was going was 
although that is our reality, that is the mm-hmm. truth that, you know, there is no, there is no accusation that'll stand against us who are in Christ. He's still a formidable enemy. Like he's mm-hmm. still, it's not something to kind of play around with or something to kind of, you know, and we see that when we look back over our, over our lives and we see where these things that truly do and will lead to death. Wow. Yeah. Um, they kind of get in and they and they grab hold. We see the importance of surrendering your life in a way that you give your life to Jesus, and then you. We have weapons that break yeah. those. They are divine weapons that break the strongholds mm. of yes. the enemy. And the stronghold of the enemy, it's all just a lie at this yeah. point. All, he, mm-hmm. all he's got left now is his tongue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, One of my favorite verses is Colossians 1.22. You've been reconciled, but he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body to present you holy in his sight, without blemish, and free from accusation. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Through Christ, there is no accusation yeah. for there those who no are in Christ. And if you keep reading in that chapter, it talks about walking in the in a manner worthy of your calling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because we have this truth, and so this is this is ultimately what has happened to me, is knowledge. You know, I, I was I, I received knowledge in a way that God transformed into wisdom. Mm. And wisdom is what moved me into this, mm-hmm. into action, into into actually walking. And so, knowledge all by itself mm. is well and good, mm-hmm. but with the Holy Spirit, the fear of the Lord, yes, yeah. and knowing that He has ultimate authority, He is above all, mm-hmm. His way is better. That turns just knowledge into wisdom, yeah. and wisdom is a life. Wisdom yes. is that's Jesus, you know, it's, is, it's direction, absolutely. it's mm-hmm. conviction, exactly, it's, it's purpose. All yeah. of these things, yeah. yeah. My gosh. Uh, you mentioned a long time ago, and I'm I meant to say it, I forgot. Like you felt uh, even a peace when you first heard a lot of these things, I, right? You yeah. know, and I and it, it took me to the power of prayer because mm-hmm. if you what you said was before you confess, I don't know the timeline, but it's fine. You're on your knees in the bathroom, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. praying one for mm-hmm. for courage, but also yeah. for your wife, yeah. Mm-hmm. And God responded by yeah. giving you a peace. Very much so. Power of prayer, very much so. It's a real thing. Yeah. it all goes to it all goes. I mean. Brandon, your story is incredible. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, I don't know where we're at in this podcast, but um, I respect the heck out of you for sharing this. This is so yeah. hard to share. And I think uh, even on stage this Sunday, I don't want to get that too. We have our own conversations, okay? Yeah, yeah. But after second service, I was like, you ready, man? And I, it, it's, yeah. it's hard. It's yeah. hard to expose yourself, especially when we're talking about a sexual thing. Yeah. But I just said to you, man, haters might hate, yeah. but how many people in that auditorium right. are living in the silent mm-hmm sin and shame of a sexual addiction right and maybe through god yep. but also him using your story might expose some of these things to truth and then find healing so yeah. hey focus on those things absolutely yeah. i'm excited i'm um i'm, I'm excited too. about it yeah. i'm too brandon thank you for coming thank you for sharing wow. this is like the greatest gift yeah this has been amazing so. i love it thank you um so i maybe like a few last things that are like practical for people mm-hmm. um i think in my mind um Confession. Yeah. Start the, if you don't know where to start, yeah. start there. Start there and it, it's sure. going to feel like the scariest thing, and the accuser will make you feel like um, there is no hope. But yeah. you can't estimate what the Holy Spirit will do when He has given us the gift of confession. Yeah. Yeah. The way that He swoops mm. in and handles oh, the rest, yes. like your little uh, rap battle yeah, you, you did there. If you mess uh, up, fess up, leave the rest up to God. There it is. You're confession welcome. to the Lord. Confession, yeah. to, confession the Lord. to the Lord. Pray yeah. for strength and courage yeah. to confess to a person. Yeah. 
spouse, yeah. somebody. Absolutely. Yeah. Get it out there. Get it, Get out, it there. out there. And then start taking practical steps, yeah. you know, in your life. Too. Don't yeah, don't don't think you're too good for any any step. Um, hmm. Don't think you're above. Psalm 16, um, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Psalm 16. Um, the the lines have fallen for us in pleasant places. The boundaries um, that God has set on our life. I mean, um, His authority. I'm. I'm yeah. You know, I I just can't really say that enough. Um, and I think you know, and it also talks about you know delighting in the presence of the saints wow. in that same psalm. And and we we need people around us. Mm-hmm. You know, so we good. have to have people around us. We're created that way. Mm-hmm. Like we're yeah. created for community and mm-hmm. and not to be alone. Um, and so yeah, I mean, I would practicality, confession, find find someone that you can talk to that you can trust that isn't going to take your junk and post it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that you that you know, like Alex said, I How think that's very good. How do you know what Facebook good. is? I don't know. No hey, by the way, I have no social media, so don't at me, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, or I think there might be something out there. I don't know, but I have not logged in in you probably know. a decade. Your old Instagram. I'm about yeah. to look. Oh God! Please <laughs> don't go look me up. Um, there are some embarrassing <laughs> selfies on there. Um, I think I used to go look at them all the time. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, so yeah, I just I would say that. And uh, Alex, you know, it's so important to to not not just you know find somebody who's kind of in the same boat mm-hmm. or so you know or whatever because that is true. You know, um, our do remember being in high school and you know and even a little bit after and just having yeah having having that and it's like you know (laughs) this ain't working yeah yeah. um and just take holiness seriously i would say um we are called to be holy as our Mm -hmm. father in heaven is holy um and that's not not a standard held up to set that says you'll never reach this but in in a lot of ways it it is very much don't stop striving for that And, Mm -hmm. and sanctification when you mess up repent immediately don't don't let a lot of time go by um and yeah. um well you know, i just thought like yeah. what like i don't know how to say this just say how weird it is in my brain but like what beauty how how much big beauty is it to say what you just said about like holiness that it's not something you just cap at something right mm-hmm. you know like because then at that point then it's like I don't know. It's limited, yeah. right? Right. But because it's limitless, and he's yes, it's just yeah. all you, you'll never reach it. Yeah, you'll never reach it. That to me is a beautiful wonder, right? And mm-hmm. We have to be in amazed by that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, right? So right. No, that's good. I love that. That's good. Good. I want to say too, if if um if you are struggling yes. with any addiction, mm-hmm. but obviously what we're focusing on here, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You right. know, you're not right. in a. There's a place here. Uh, there's pastors here, there's people here, yeah. there's staff here that that will be able to talk to you in confidence, yeah. and we want to help you. you know, that, that's our goal. There's no Praise judgment Lord, in this yeah. place. Mm-hmm. We just want to love you, um, no matter if you go to this church or not. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. want to love you like Christ does. So that's right. Yeah. Feel free to come. I want to see uh, people get free of stuff yes. like this. Yeah. The, the third, I, lo- I actually looked up, like, what are some of the stigmas around sexual addiction? So the first one is that, you know, that it just means you want to have sex a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one is that it's just for men. The third one is that there's no recovery for it. Right. It's not true. No. Yeah. It yeah. really that's is. It's proof. Um, I'm looking at a man yeah. right now who's done hey, it. Hey, me too. I've, wa- I've watched his life um, just yeah. be t- totally yeah. transformed. And it's, yeah. been, it's been the greatest gift. And it has ministered to me and pastored me in my own the fact that the Lord could take something like that well, and he uses the tools that he's used to break, for the yeah. Lord to break the stronghold of a uh, sexual addiction in his life, mm. to pastor me and my sin is like, yeah. 
the, the most beautiful things. Right. And then you can't tell somebody yeah. who does it. Like, he works it all doesn't things, make man. sense. Yeah. He works all things. It just doesn't make sense. I want to say one, one, one last thing Please. before we wrap up. Um, as y'all were like speaking, y'all like painted this picture in my mind of um, one of the reasons why you guys have had a successful marriage, even though sometimes to the world it may seem like not, mm-hmm. is because there's been like mm-hmm. brokenness. But the truth is, that's like super Christ like is because y'all never left the altar mm. in marriage. Mm. What I mean by that is when you get married and you go to the altar and you look at one of, uh, each other's face and y'all make these vows, the mo- the reason why marriages fail is because someone or both parties have stepped down mm-hmm. yeah. and they haven't committed, like truly committed to one another. And so as you guys were just sharing in this past hour, I'm like, man, they never left the altar. Mm-hmm. Never. Why? Because you never like, you, you said a few things, but despite everything, you're like, no, it's, I'm not leaving you. I just needed a, I just needed space, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'm not going to leave mm-hmm. you, yeah. you know, and that is the love of Christ, mm-hmm. you know. And so I just, for those, like, again, because we are, to me, this is just a beautiful podcast in which we've talked about addiction, marriage, and, like, we always want to talk about relationships and yeah. worship um, to Jesus. Don't leave the altar. Yeah. And ultimately, always remember, like, Jesus is like the one you have to pursue yeah, and yeah. everything else will yeah. come into place. That's it. You know? So yeah. um, I just want to, I just want to say that like that. I can keep talking because my mind's starting to go to like oh, yeah. the story of oh, Abraham yeah. and like all kinds of stuff, but we'll, we'll hit that some, some yeah. of the time. Well, thank you. Thank you guys for being here. And for uh, honestly, just as a wife perspective, loving my husband, um, it has been the greatest, like I can't be everything that he mm-hmm. needs. I can't like, we are best friends, but I can't, I can't be the the guy that he needs in his mm-hmm. life and in his corner to mm-hmm. support him. And it has meant everything that, you know, we left, we left a lot of things and people and um, to, to have to basically kind of start a new life. And when you leave, you don't know who you'll find and you yeah. hope you'll have friends. And um, I don't just see people love and support my husband and give him a safe space to share and to be open and to confess and um, to grow. It's like been the greatest gift. Mm-hmm. And so, Thank you guys for doing that, for loving mm. him so much. And I love you so much. I love you. And praise the Lord. Nice. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. <clears throat> Lock it up, Sally. Jeez, All right. Lock it up. Um, <laughs> so this is the last story. This is the last House of Miracles Aww. story. Um, however, House of Miracles continues. Um, we it's are never going to stop. Yeah. Honestly, which we really should never The box stop. will still be in the lobby. No, that is actually <laughs> about to be repurposed for River Kids. <laughs> the box will no longer be in the lobby. <laughs> That's true. Um, join us next week. We uh, we will be back. We won't take a break. So you had a friend who said, please don't take a break on Thursdays because it's no. a part of his routine. We're in it. So um, even if it's just that one guy, hey, we're coming at you next Thursday. Uh, <laughs> but we are going to continue talking about House of Miracles. However, um, we're doing like a new little installment called Bring It Home. And we're going to talk about how we can take it outside of the walls of the church to be miracles. How can we uh, facilitate homes and dinner tables and backyards and all sorts of things mm-hmm. in our community uh, to make these little pockets of houses of miracles. Um, yes. Be the right church on the move. Wiley. That's right. Uh, the church has it's, left the building. Um, all right. Join us next week. Uh, join us Sunday. Like all these different things. I don't know. I'm just a mess. I'm just happy that this conversation happened. So yeah, thanks, guys. See you Bye. Guys. Bye. 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 thank you for joining us for this house of miracles conversation this series is happening all summer and we're sharing stories of the miracle working power of god from people right here within our new river family if you have a story of a miracle that god has worked in your life we want to hear it go to newriver.church forward slash stories to submit yours today
We love you, New River. We'll talk to you next week on the Overflow Podcast.